0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Despite what their moms told them. They just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show
2: these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This. This
1: is the Cuse Militia Now, those two unapologetically biased orange blooded homers Sean and Joe it's
3: the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years welcome orange men and ladies happy Sunday this is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials go there join the militia thanks for tuning in hanging out with us we appreciate all of you a rough weekend to say the least, for Syracuse fans, a 41-17 loss in Syracuse football, last road game of the season. And Colgate puts up 100 on Syracuse in the Dome. They improved to 1-54 in against Syracuse since 1962. So congratulations. Uh, Joe, I, I, so I went fishing. I had to DVR. I had to DVR the football game, and there was no DVR in the basketball game because that was ESPN Plus only as far as I could see. And so I was 50 miles offshore fishing in a 30-foot sea hunt. And I've been out there before like that in a boat around that size. But, um, it, I mean, this was borderline, should have been canceled this fishing trip. So um, I was sick from about 10.30 in the morning to about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Basically, uh, doing what I could to fish. I was trying to push through, but I was sick. I ended up yakking <laughs> off the side of this damn boat. Uh, there was eight of us on the boat. Four of us yaked. The seas were really bad. And um, that was still better than watching these games when I got <laughs> home. Uh, you know, you come home after a day like that looking forward to chill and, and get warm and, and, and maybe try to stomach a couple beers and watch some football and basketball. And uh, no, not so much. <laughs> so yeah it was tough I was
4: in my living room and I had the two tv setup going on you know and I was pumped about it you know but um yeah
3: yeah didn't didn't work out so well it was a bad weekend for Syracuse fans and also uh I mean look if you're a Bills fan you're probably a a Syracuse fan right also a Mm. bad day I know a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans that are Syracuse fans also, not a great day uh the Raiders they suck, you know, like can I just say something about the NFL real quick can can the Raiders can mark davis this this moron can he sell this team so they can rebrand this thing and start it over again without it being called the Raiders, and we can be done with this, and I don't have to watch the NFL anymore seriously, I'm so over uh the losing and the uh the the ineptness of what was the Oakland slash L.A. slash Las Vegas Raiders. Anyway, they suck, unfortunately. (laughs) I hope Derek Carr goes somewhere and finds himself a good home and and, and can be successful because they have no clue what they're doing over there in Las Vegas. Anyway, we are going to get into the coach montage for Syracuse football and then... Uh, we will do some fan feedback for that and then we will do uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Colgate game and get into some fan feedback for that but as always first let's hear what coach had to say after the game against NC State
2: definitely one of the better teams we played this year they had a fantastic performance we uh uh, we thought it could be a game, but we had to, you know, you get that kickoff return and you get that interception for, for a touchdown in the first half. It makes it difficult. But, boy, uh, what a, we're a really, really good football team, and you know, we wish them the best of luck uh, all the way down Two weeks in a row, the lack of pass game really hurts.
1: What goes into making the offense more versatile?
2: Well, we got to hit some of those shots. If you guys go back and check the tape, there's guys over. open as, as open as their guys were, was as open as our guys were. But we gotta make those throws. If you make those throws, it opens up all kinds of things that makes it more uh, exciting and more dynamic game on that side of the ball. We gotta hit our shots. You guys were, had some success with Garrett throwing the ball earlier in the year. What has sort of changed the last couple of years? We, there's so many more people lower in the box. There's not a lot of uh, gimme throws. That here the the things that are open are the deeper shots. We have to hit some little deeper shots. And deeper shots, you can go fifty percent, but you can change the game to fifty percent. But you need to go somewhere close to fifty percent, not less than that. Is the issue the throw, the time, uh, guys getting open? I think it's a, it's a lot of things. We look, if you got younger wide receivers in a situation where we had we had one of our walk-on wide receivers playing through And as, you, as you're getting down the depth chart, you're getting down to the end of the year. There's a lot of things that are going wrong. Sometimes the guy slips, sometimes the offensive lineman inside, he's got a lot of stuff going on. When you see a big emotional leader like Josh put down on your team, you know what what emotions are going through your head knowing he's a super senior and everything's done for the well, program. first of all, right, he's gonna be okay. Now he may not be okay right away, but he's gonna be okay. So that's the first thing, because he's done so much for this program, you want to have an opportunity to do the things that he wants to do at the next level after graduation. But when he goes down, you know, he was, a, he was an emotional leader. He stayed on the sideline. He was a warrior, and, you know, he kept talking to his position to we trying to keep those guys up, so we really appreciate that.
0: Gave us a bunch of big deep ball
5: throws last week. It started off pretty well today, but how do you think you guys performed overall on the deep balls?
2: You know, that's the style of defense we play, so you guys hold on because it's not going to change. And when I say that, I mean this year, the year after that, the year after that, we play man coverage. If you want to play man coverage, coming to Syracuse University, you're going to get an opportunity to play it. You now you better be careful what you wish for it because you're going to be out there all by yourself with TV cameras going and everything else. But if you do that at an extremely high level, you may get an opportunity to play it the next level. Well, obviously the yeah, last three games, the passing game has sort of not been What do you think is the biggest challenge for you? we just be on the same
0: page with, man. This was a tough one to fall, I feel like, especially
2: this. It's kind of open the room you know, it's only the uh, I had guys open,
4: for the, mysteries of the front game, the game, and uh, just, I just feel like I operated well for the most part, but uh, for me it's just tough. Get back in my front and get better. But, um, I mean, there's some things where we're just on different pages. And, I mean, we, like the tech we had a, it was kind of a bad look. Well, I mean, I shouldn't just should do the ball away or made it. It's um, what it is with my front view. You know,
3: All right, the Coach Montage is brought to us first by MyBookie. This year, Turkey Day at MyBookie gives you plenty of reasons to be thankful, starting with a $250 risk-free bet on Thursday afternoon when the Dallas Cowboys host the shitty Las Vegas Raiders. Bet the spread between the Raiders and the Cowboys at MyBookie. When you win, you win. And if you don't, MyBookie will refund you up to $250. Simply put, You can lose this bet, and that's what you call a no-risk-at-all gravy bet. Before you get your wager in, set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when you use the promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie, that's promo code SPORTSDRINK, to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000, so you won't need to break the wishbone to be the one to come out ahead. Uh, Feast risk-free on Turkey Day with MyBookie, and make make sure to stick around for seconds as they gear up for what should be a fun Black Friday with tons of odd boosts that will have your belly and your pockets full bet anytime anywhere with my bookie mybookie.com go there use the promo code sports drink okay I I had lived a little bit there my bad so <laughs> Joe uh, sir <laughs> um, what, what is going on here so anyways all right let's start at the top of this montage okay two scores in forty nine seconds, and offensive touchdown, a special teams touchdown, and then a pick six, uh, all within six minutes uh, to to go. Uh, what was it? Twenty eight to seven at one point. So within six minutes. So um, it, it's hard to come back from a special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown. Uh, all the while with a with an offense like <clears throat> NC State has, right? So yeah. Um, you know, we kind of saw it coming, I guess, and you know you remain hopeful. Uh, it, it was a juggernaut for a, for a little while, uh, defensively, and it looked like it was going to be kind of a close game, but when it was broke open, it was kind of broke open, and that was pretty much that was pretty much it.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly I mean, I started that game off like, okay, like I was very hopeful. Uh, we went the first 24 minutes. And it was 0-0 until they finally, you know, kind of got one in there. And, you know, they they completed a long pass where, you know, obviously we were man-to-man, kind of, you know, what Dino was talking about. But, uh, you know, their receivers are big and strong, and they made some good plays where some other receivers might have dropped some of that stuff. I don't think we were that far off. But, uh, you know, they go down and they score that first touchdown, and, you know, I'm like, all right, but... Even up to that point, I just didn't really understand a lot of the play calling. I didn't like the play calling, just opening up, not giving the ball to Sean Tucker, even from the beginning. I mean, he still only had – he had 100 yards, but he only had 13 carries. So, um, I don't know what they were trying to do in the beginning. Like, they were trying to establish a pass, but uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like you have to force them to stop your run first and and then pass, even though they're going to be looking for it. Um, I mean, it's obvious that we have some issues with that, but, but to your point, you know, to – get the ball back, and then immediately throw that pick six. You're like, okay. You know, and then I was kind of, you know, it was highs and lows for the last six minutes, 15 seconds of the first half. Um, because we turn around after that, and in four plays, you know, we score a touchdown with that long run with Sean Tucker. And I was thinking, you know, okay, it's 14-7. There's only three minutes to go. Let's get in halftime. You know, we get the ball at half. Everything's good, you know. And then we kick it off, and then they return the kickoff for a touchdown. It's twenty one 21-7, and you're like, oh uh, and even then I was like, OK, look, let's just see if we can get some points on the board. You know, and we had a couple decent plays, um, got up to like half like midfield or whatever. And then we had to punt it away. And then they hit a long pass again. And next thing you know, they scored the eight seconds to go to go up 28-7. So in a game where for 24 first 24 minutes, it was a stalemate uh, and it looked like it was going to be a lot lower scoring than we thought five touchdowns were scored in the last six minutes and 15 seconds of the of the first half and um after that i knew that it was going to obviously be an, an uphill climb
3: yeah to say the least i mean yeah i don't know what to say i mean you t- w- w- we'll move to the next subject here that we by the way the audio once again it's just terrible the post-game press conference i don't know What's up with that? But it was like the mic wasn't on, and it was just picked up by like a like a camera itself or something. Um, Garrett Schrader is. Um, I've, I haven't made excuses. I've just called it like I see it. So I'm going to call this like I see it. Okay, I expect him to be better at this point in the season than what he is, and the wide open receivers that he's totally missing. Um, one was about, shoot, I mean, probably 10 yards short, um, you know, I think uh, he's getting pressured, he's holding the ball too long, uh, he's not making good throws, he's he's obviously been contained as far as his running goes, so he's got to be able to make those throws, um, and, you know, they're loading the box, right? So they're taking some of that easy stuff away, as you heard Coach talk about, and because people have got it figured out. When you load the box, you keep mm-hmm. them, you keep them from running, and you can't do this screen pass stuff or these little dink and dunk things that used to work. And it's like he said, like Coach said to his to his point, it's it's a little bit of or a lot of everything. It's just been figured out.
4: Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, they haven't really tried to throw some of those screen passes the way that they did earlier in the season, which I'd like to see them do a little bit more. Um, But, yeah, you're right. It's obviously we figured out that, you know, we have an insufficient passing game, and there's reasons for that, and it's more than just Garrett Schrader. Uh, He doesn't miss his, his every single pass. You know, we saw some misses. We saw some, you know, receivers not you know, you know, cutting the routes off short not going for the ball not being able to get open. I'm sure there's a little bit of play calling involved in that as well. So um, there's a lot that's going into this pass, uh, this passing game as to why it's not effective. So obviously that's why they went with Schrader earlier on. And like you said, uh, we got to the point where at the end of the season, not only does there a bunch of tape for the team to try to figure it out, but, you know, we've also been playing the last couple of weeks, some of the better defenses <laughs> that we've played this year. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you're exactly right. I mean, they figured it out and at this point in the season, uh, there's no one here to step up. As he pointed out, we had a, a walk on receiver, catch a pass, uh, Evan Fischler, um, this past game. So, um, There were some plays there he left some we obviously left some yards and some big plays on the the field but um it's not something that you can just fix in the middle of the season and then kind of we just we are where we are and we're fighting and we're clawing but again with the uh the type of teams that we're playing and everything um it's just it's just not enough and then like what you said you give up a defense touchdown special teams touchdown and and it's It's just too much much to come back
3: from it's too yeah. much to come back from. And Devon Cooper was the one that I remembered now that uh, was wide open. And Garrett mm-hmm. Schrader just totally missed him. Like, yeah. totally missed him. I mean, if he him.
4: led him, you're talking about that could have possibly been a touchdown.
3: Oh, yeah. And, and who knows what would have happened from here. Do we win the game? You know, I doubt it, right? Which brings me to my next point. If Josh Black stays in the game, do we do we win the game just like Mikel Jones no. last week? No, of course not, right? But with that said... You know he's on the sideline. He's he he is a leader, obvious leader, and he is on the sideline in a sling, basically being the sideline coach and and pep talking and, and and trying to get this team back into it. But not a good look going into pit at home next week, being that it's going to do you know it's senior day at the dome, and we've got Chris Elmore now and J- looking like Josh Black might be iffy. And you know Veterello, uh, we've got uh, Bleich, who 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 we haven't seen uh, in, in a couple of weeks now, and so it's just looking like the season unfortunately is catching up with the orange. And I hope that
4: mm-hmm. I, I the hope the depth, the youth, yeah,
3: yeah. And I hope that um, I hope that for, for I hope Josh Black can get back and, and get in there, and you know it doesn't look like Chris Elmore is going to be able to get back right. So um, it's just it's too bad no, you know, yeah, at that point you just all. i know i know it's just too bad just as a fan to just see it kind of come down to come down to this you know when 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 josh black hit the ground and was holding his arm I was kind of like a trevor Pena moment almost right it just didn't look good <laughs>
4: and and you're seeing the guys dropping and, and you know it's one of those things where when when i went back and i watched it even it was like kind of it was painful to watch because you watch that and you're like you know that kickoff return we, we that shouldn't have been a kickoff return. Deuce Chestnut doesn't hit the guy and just you know wraps up right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know there's a couple sacks where he had Devin Leary just dead to rights and just for some reason he got he away, just spun out of it, or yeah. we couldn't do this. You know I remember I don't know if it was um, the first uh, drive where they scored um, for the first touchdown or the last touchdown um, in the first half but I know both of those drives there was like um, a long very long complete completed pass and I remember there was one where Devin Leary barely got out of his hands there's two guys right behind him like you, you swore that they were going to knock the ball out of the, out of his hands as he was like throwing it like they just barely missed it by like a few inches and it's like these little things where it, was, it just seemed like we were right there make, to make a play and we just we just couldn't do it and and um it just looks like we're running out of gas running out of players and
1: you it's, know yeah uh,
4: it's like, like you said hanging on by it a, out, so
3: it's hanging on by a string it's like me on that boat yesterday golly day <laughs> so, <laughs> dude i'm telling you look real quick story real quick story I, I, I've never gotten seasick. I've been out in similar situations. I've fished in the Atlantic Ocean plenty of times, out in small boats or whatever. This was really rolling, rolling seas, and we were way out. And uh, so anyways, I'm like, you got to do number twos at the head, right? But you can go out the back. You can go off the stern to pee, right? So I'm like, I, I need number two, man. I got to feel better. So, man, I go on down the, in down in the head, and it's the center console boat. It's this little head, and you go down there, and it's like this little tiny area. And all I'm just rocking back and forth. I'm like, oh, my gosh, i got to get out of here. And that's what did it. That's what did me in. That talk about hanging on by a a thread. That was me yesterday. So, anyways, uh, look, getting burned. Syracuse is getting burned. I I haven't heard much about this or, um, you know, there was a little bit in the montage, which is why we're bringing it up. But uh, five receivers for NC State with uh, 20-plus yard receptions. And there was a couple doozies, man, uh, a 58 yarder by Carter and, uh, Thaler Thomas had a 49 yard reception. Yeah. And, and those were the two, those were the two really bad first half ones. Right. If you remember, I think Carter was well, definitely,
4: the, he's got a strong arm.
3: Dude, and, he does. Yeah.
4: And like what Dino said in his montage about us playing man to man, like he's going to leave him out there on an Island, you know, and there's one play, you know, deep play in the first half, you know, to, um, was it Carter um against uh yes. Deuce Chestnut. Yeah. Chestnut was he was right there but Carter was just too strong just, held on, you know. If Deuce Chestnut was 2 years stronger, he might have punched that out, you know. I mean, Garrett Garrett Williams dropped an interception. Uh there's a couple guys that, you know, they were right there for those plays, you know. And that's what I was talking about as far as being right there. Like this game could have been a lot worse considering the interception, the pick six and the, the return for, you know, a touchdown. Um Um, as far as a kickoff goes. So uh, we hung in there. I mean, I was proud of their fight. It was just at this point, like we talked about, we know they know what our offense is going to do. And I don't think that we stuck to our normal offense early enough because we tried to get cute and tried to, you know, pass the ball. It almost seemed like we were trying to, you know, uh, I don't know, like. Just, I don't know, (laughs) maybe think that they weren't going to. Think that we were going to come out and just pass the ball, but if you don't have the,
3: they tried the personnel. To, yeah, I think they tried to catch him off guard with some of that and you know trying to be a little cute. But at this point, it's not about being cute.
4: I'm just saying we got to just we got to line up and we got to see make them stop our strengths first. Right? You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, you play to your strengths all the time. There's no, this isn't the time to be cute at NC State, top 20 team in the country. <laughs> it's just not gonna, it's not gonna work so, so i just thought,
4: i thought there was a lot of wasted offensive plays uh, offensive um, yeah
3: man i got you know agree.
4: drives opportunities and our defense held up um more than long enough to to hope and wait for points and then again like I said with the uh the pick six, obviously and um you know trying to get cute well, and this well, th- sixth time that he threw the same slant so at some point but um mm-hmm. you know and like I said that kickoff return if, if we wrap up there's no reason why that should have been. Well, that's what,
3: that's what next is. That was Schrader at the end of the montage. You heard him taking responsibility. He needs to be better. He needs to make better throws. He needs to do this. He needs to do that. Well, yeah, obviously a terrible, terrible pick. And, you know, in hindsight, he's like, well, I should have just ate it, you know, or threw it away. Well, that's something he's got. He should have to, he should be doing already, in my opinion. Uh, he has, yep. he, he, I've been a little critical with him about getting rid of the ball, holding it way too long. I mean, it's time to just be honest here. And that is that if he doesn't get better, 66 yards, eight for 20 for 66 yards in an interception, it's not, this, this no. is not, this <laughs> is not po- power five division one stuff. And, no, I mean, and regardless of what you're dealing with. And, and Joe, I'm not bagging Schrader. I'm not putting this all on Trader, But you got to blame someone at this point. It's a little bit of everything, right? Schrader should be a little better. These, co- I mean, I, I, Sterling Gilbert, I don't know, dude. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to fall on that other side of that, of, of that, that line for me. It's just, and, and as, as someone who expected to lose this game, too, it's just hard to watch regardless of what I thought was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you're honest with yourself and you're like, look, you know, you said it. We, I, didn't, I never picked NC State to win this. or I never picked Syracuse to beat NC State from the beginning of the year, and I still don't. I just don't see it happening. And you know that, and you pick the score, and it's, it's a blowout, and you expect a blowout. But when it happens, it's like, well, oh, that sucked. <laughs> I mean, you still, you still in your heart of hearts want more, right? You want to be yeah. wrong
4: yo yeah you do want to be wrong for a little while i felt like i was wrong um and i felt like there was going to be a chance but we just weren't showing anything offensively and again too this is a lot of little things that have culminated to the point where i think there's a lot of frustration there you gotta to understand too gary Strader from charlotte so i'm sure he had some family and friends in the crowd right um they're trying to get bowl eligible obviously nc state with a good rushing i think they're number one rushing um defense in the acc and uh just that's frustration that's desperation that's you know our plays don't work this team has figured it out i don't know what to do so he's holding on the ball trying to do too much um and that's kind of you know what happens near the end of the year so um yeah it's obviously got to get better but uh there's no doubt in my mind that he showed that he's you know our future starting quarterback going into this year and or sorry next year and into the future and obviously he's going to have an off season to get better he's going to have to get better in that aspect but also um we got to get better on that offensive coordinator side whether i mean there's gonna be people there's already been people calling for gilbert um and if we we put up another you know i mean i don't even think no matter what happens with pittsburgh or whatever i still think that people are going to be against gilbert so um i don't know what's going to happen but i do know that we Definitely got to hit the transfer portal with some receivers this offseason, and we need to figure out what's going on with that because, um, yeah, Garrett Schrader does have his his you know throwing um, issues, but we need to surround him with playmakers and with receivers that are going to be able to do something.
3: Yeah. So with that said, let's get into some fan feedback real quick. Let's hear from from you guys. And uh, we'll start with Zach on Facebook. Remember the time our future was bright, our rightful place as Big East power was once again in motion after St. Doug abandoned us and Schaefer let us down. This, this is it, but first we must fend off UFC and the likes from stealing our precious leader. Let's jack up his contract so far that no matter the outcome of the next Uh, Consecutive years, we've moved on, uh, on from him. Worked out great. It worked out great for us. Should work out wonderful for Michigan State too. Sports are male soap opera, and I'm having a hard time staying interested. We cannot settle for this being our expectations. And then he puts my real comment: Dino should be fired because he never. Developed an offensive line. Line was too stubborn to move on from one guy at quarterback um, and was too stubborn to move on from one guy at quarterback. Oh, and his buddy at offensive coordinator has no creativity. Our boy Zach on Facebook. Joe. Uh, Look, Zach's not really I – I wouldn't say he's like a negative fan. This is – I mean, you can tell like where we're at as a fan base with some of this stuff offensively. Right. And, um, when Dino comes to the mic after the game, I was a little disappointed in some of his, his answers to things. Did you, did you take that into consideration at all? Like his demeanor or anything? Like, I don't know. It was almost like, Ah oh, well we expected to lose this one and you know this is a great team and you know well we gotta do this better and we gotta do that better. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't very Dino esque to me at all. Did it seem odd to you?
4: Um Not not necessarily, no.
3: Okay. Well what do you think about what do you think about Gilbert and um the creativity on on offense? You come out, you what, throw eight eight passes to start the game, you don't have Tucker uh, running the ball, like we talked about, trying to be cute, and I mean, you know, obviously NC State not not fooled.
4: I just think there's a lot of a lot of players and a lot of people that are put in difficult situations just upon the fact of just not having not having certain just playmakers, just not having the players there. Really, I mean, when you look at it,
3: you're chalking it up to these. Everybody's doing the best they can with what they got.
4: Uh yeah, that's kind of how I would go with it. Yeah, I mean I think that. But but
3: you got Sean Tucker. Uh, right, which
4: again I mean I 100% agree that he's got to have more than 13 carries, but he can't be the only guy. And I'm more talking like receiver wise. Um, you know I just I mean I I watched receivers out there that not only couldn't get open. Um, or, you know, get any separation from the, pe- the players that, that were guarding them, but also they couldn't block. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even when we want to put guys in motion or do little screen passes or little, you know, swing-out passes that are, you know, easier plays for receivers and are almost like run plays to receivers, right? Um, We can't even get blocks from the receivers. And, again, it's just one of those things where I don't – there's only – there's very few things that work – so I just, you know, the playbook that Gilbert can play with and and the options he has as far as players trying to get the ball, you know, it's not like, I mean, you'd love to have a situation where you have multiple playmakers. So you, you're you trying to get, you're trying to get these players the ball, you know, and I can, I can only imagine Sterling Gilbert in the box trying to figure out plays and like, who do I want to give the ball to other than Sean Tucker, because nobody else screams, Hey, I want the ball or hey, I can make a big play.
3: I well, that's no it. Reason. That's just it. It's not like hey, I can make a big play. It's dude, go do it. Right? And, you know, some drop passes, but some bad passes. So we're either dropping them or they're bad. It's very frustrating.
4: Right. But the way that that goes too is is right. So you have Sean Tucker, I mean, every play has even pass plays, right? pass play they have a hot they have like the first i mean you have your reads first second third fourth you know so it's not like you call a pass play and it's like oh you know i mean literally it's supposed to it's
3: this progression pass
4: plays are supposed to yes but it's supposed to be you know it's designed for
3: somebody we'll
4: be, yes who's going to be right. open and who's this, this and that. that what's your first look right right so it's like imagine having to be an offensive coordinator that's not
3: that doesn't you know, have for, the playmaker for, at, at wide receiver to at wide
4: receiver, right? To have so the... now you have to pick a pass play and you have to actually think about what formation, who's the the guy that's going to be in there, that's going to you know who's who's healthy because I don't know if somebody's hurt right now. If they, do I have to move somebody into slot? That's the first progression. Where is he going again? Like. There's so many things, and when you have so many mismatches as far as the defenders versus our offense, it's got to be hard for him to even think about what play to call minus hand it off to Tucker or, or Schrader keep it. And you can't do that every play.
3: Well, the, the, the design plays for Schrader, I think, are few and far between for the rest of the season. I mean, he, if he's getting loose, he's getting loose because, you know, the, he has room basically. And, and he's looking and he's going through his progressions, like you said, and he can't find anything and he can go. And yeah. And, and he needs to maybe look, I don't know. I don't know. So, because sometimes you're like, why is he sitting in the pocket still holding the ball? Like, you know, for six seconds, five, six seconds. It's just way too long. He just,
4: he just doesn't want to throw the ball.
3: I know. Like he doesn't want to.
4: Nobody's open. I know. I get it. There's but
3: you spot. don't stand in the pocket. Get outside the pocket.
4: But then you got a linebacker that spies him, that's you following got him no matter
3: where he goes. So okay. it's like, what are you doing? You you get outside the pocket, and you throw the ball away. <clears> you you <throat> have to throat> you throat> have throat> to leave you have to leave the pocket and throw the ball away. And this was a this we used to pound on Tommy DeVito for this, right? About running out of bounds behind the line of scrimmage with the ball and all of these things, right? So it's just a I just think he needs to be fine tuned, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but I mean, the passing is like, it is really bad, Joe. I mean, 63 yards. That's really bad. Uh, Dave on Facebook. I think someone has to ask Dino if six seasons is enough to build a strong football program at a power five school. If the answer is yes, we need to go another direction because we're not there. If no, he doesn't believe and we need to go another direction. In either case, I think it's time. So, there are going to be legit calls at this point, and look, I'm someone who predicted a five and seven season. You don't you don't beat Pitt, you're at five and seven. Um, I don't think it's necessarily grounds to get rid of Babers. I think the transfer portal has been just an absolute chit show, as far as that goes. I think it is destroying schools like Syracuse. Um, schools that struggle for really solid recruits anyway. And, you know, what did we pick out of the portal? We picked up Garrett Schrader, Chris Bleich. Uh, who else, Joe? Help me out. There's another one. It's another offensive lineman, wasn't there, I think? I think we got
4: Devon Cooper.
3: Yes, okay. Devon Cooper, wide receiver, right? So, um, yeah. uh, but with that said it's just there's too many moving parts i i don't i don't like the direction of this i hope this this ends i know this is like the, still the COVID stuff catching up with us with this but
4: um yeah i don't yeah it's just too much it's it's you again sitting out a year keeps people keeps people from moving from so much really really doing that stuff right well, because it's like I mean, think about it. Like, it's one of those things as easy as if you're not getting playing time. And just one other thing. Like, you're not getting playing time. Oh, and, you know, the, the, the classes are pretty tough. Well, let me go transfer here where it's r- this, this, r- and this. Right. And I can or, skate, you know, skate
3: through school or whatever.
4: Or, like, a, you know, NIL, the whole national, you know. Yeah, um, NIL. Getting, getting money and stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not getting money here. Oh, my buddy that I talked to from school or from high school he's over here and he says he gets this this and this because i'm almost going to be willing to bet that there's going to be maybe lower talented as far as schools go in in different conferences mid-major conferences and stuff where you could maybe go and still get more money in in that type of um you know economy or you know that that college town so those things are going to have effect too and who knows maybe it's a Oh man, I knew it was cold, but I didn't think it was this cold. Like there's all these different (laughs) things, right? Where it's like, and if you have no playing time, and you have to deal with all this stuff, and there's a you know grass is greener type of situation that's just kind of laid out for you, yeah. um, And you can do it without sitting out a year, then I don't see why you wouldn't do it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think that it's 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 definitely a situation where it probably hurts us more than it helps us at this point and I think that we've seen that um for the most part um minus obviously you know I think right now Garrett Schrader but you know he's still kind of a you know I think he's a breath of fresh air because I think he gave us a little bit of a um a little bit of hope and we got some wins and it was a little bit different but I think he also gave us that Syracuse that fans that look like Dungey since Dungey, you know. So I think he gave us that little bit of hope there for a couple games in the way that we were playing. And um, I mean,
3: the Virginia Tech game, he played really well. I mean, that was his best game as a really passer. He played really well in some. In some but Atlanta that was his game. best game as a as a as a, as far as an all around quarterback. That was his best game, right? Um right. And, and he showed what he could about... do. So and and, right. and just you know, I'm bagging on him a little bit this game because it's two two in a row. It's it's two in a row. And it's glaringly obvious, right? So, um, well, I, we're I am not a big sneaking
4: up on anybody next year. That's the problem,
3: right? And I'm a big, I'm a big Garrett Trader fan. Like, I think that this guy, and I agree with what you said. Um, that you know, 46 yards passing last week to um, 63 this week. I mean, you know, what 109 yards passing in two games? It's it's really bad, dude. Uh, So right.
4: uh, So like I said, I mean, it's it's a situation where next year we're going to expect something different. Right. We're going to expect a little bit of the next step up. He's going to have to do something different because now defenses, they know this game. They know this little offense that we have. So we have to be able to add wrinkles and um, be able to pass and and be multidimensional on offense so that we can score uh, no matter what. Because if we can start doing that, then I mean, you're talking about real dangerous because think about the ride that they took us on. I mean. We didn't think we were going to beat Liberty in the beginning of the season. We made that change, snuck up on them, defense made a couple plays, boom. Then we lose three games in a row, but all by nine points. Right. But all by three points. And you're talking about a Wake Forest, Clemson, and Florida State, right? Then we win two in a row. So, you know, we have that whole ride, you know, and, and now you get to the end of the season and, you know, our depth and injuries and all that stuff, and all the teams are kind of figuring out what we can do. And, now here we are. So, you know, it was it was a good ride. It was it was a nice little change, breath of fresh air, Dungy esque a little in the middle of the season. Could have been a little bit better with some wins, but um, you know, here we are with one more game. I know we're going to go out there. We're going to give them give it our best. And um, you know, if if we can't, because you know Pittsburgh's a high flying offense, and they figured out our our, our offense just like almost every other defense at this point. And you know, I mean, it's 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 a good ending, and you know, just hope that we can make that next step over the, over the off season. But there is that opportunity as well, as always, to uh, get in a bowl game at five and seven two. Which again, I don't see some a path people, to
3: that. But what's that? I I don't see how we get that. But I mean,
4: well, I mean, it's it's far out there, but there's still an opportunity. So.
3: Uh, but to your to your point, uh, just to go back to Schrader real quick and what you said earlier in the season is that you feel like Garrett Schrader gave us the best opportunity to win. I believe that too. So I do believe mm-hmm. that. I don't think that we're sitting here uh, celebrating an NC State or, or a, a Syracuse win over NC State in, in football this week with someone else at the helm. I just don't see it. So... I mean, NC State's a program that is clicking on all cylinders right now, or firing on all cylinders right now, and it is what it is, and we kind of saw it coming. But uh, we will be right back after this.
6: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
1: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen.
0: Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
5: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
6: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way?
3: As we talked about earlier,
0: MyBookie is joining us for the week
3: of Thanksgiving. So, this year, Turkey Day at MyBookie gives you plenty of reasons to be thankful, starting with a $250 risk-free bet on Thursday afternoon when the Dallas Cowboys host the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Bet the spread between the Raiders and Cowboys at MyBookie. When you win, you win. And if you don't, MyBookie will refund you up to $250. Simply put, you can't lose this bet. And that's why... I call no risk all gravy before you get your wager in set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when you use the promo code sports drink at my bookie that's promo code sports drink to double your initial deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars so you won't need to break the wishbone to be the one to come out ahead Feast risk-free on Turkey Day with MyBookie and make sure to stick around for seconds as they gear up for what should be a fun Black Friday with tons of odds boosts that will have your belly and pockets full. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with MyBookie. Also, Symbol is a stock market sports app. That allows you to profit off your sports knowledge on Symbol. You can trade sports teams like stocks. And every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account when you deposit. Make sure to use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. That's uh, www symbol.com and use the promo code SD and your deposit is risk free that means even if you lose money symbol will refund your initial deposit no question asked. join symbol and start investing and profiting off your favorite teams today one more the Spotify green room app because I need a drink hold on Uh Ah, yes the Spotify green room app go to your iOS or Android stores now and download the app All you need is a username, an email address, and a password, and um, you sign up. You follow us at Qs Militia. Sign up for notifications. When we go live, you'll get notified. You can either hang out in the room with us or with other people, and you can even request to talk. You request to speak uh, if I approve it, which I most likely will. You'll have a red microphone on your icon. Tap that red microphone to unmute yourself and say your piece, and you don't have to just follow us. You can follow... Tons of other uh, podcasts and um, plenty of other subjects, anything ranging from pop culture, music, sports, like we do, and everything in between. So go to your iOS or Android stores today and download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free for crying out loud. Go do it. Okay, Joe. Let's continue here uh, with some more Facebook comments about the football game. Pretty bad for the second straight. This is James on Facebook. Pretty bad for the second straight week. Only hope is Pitt hangs on and wins, which they did. And the and the rest a lot of guys next week. So they're going to go into the conference championship. Joe, uh, do they rest enough guys to make this a legitimate shot for Syracuse at six? It's to get to six wins. How how, how do you see this? Because this is a legit. This is a, a legit point. Okay. I'm not playing. I mean, I'm going to the conference championship. I'm not playing Kenny Pickett. Why the hell would I do that? Right. Maybe, maybe a quarter. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What do you, how do you see this?
4: Yeah, I don't Thing is, is usually in football, especially uh, college. Um, I don't really see a situation where a lot of the times they do that, but uh I do think that it's going to be a situation where uh, there's anybody that is anywhere close to, you know, banged up or, you know, not going to be not healthy or whatever. Then I I do believe that they're going to, you know, sit those guys. So you never really know. Um, You never know when teams do things like that. And uh, again, it's going to be interesting because do they even know, is it definitely Wake Forest too?
3: Yes, I believe so. Pitt, Wake Forest, yeah, is that still in the air? It could be. Could Clemson get sneak in in there? Yeah, it might be. It might still be in the air. I think you're right. No, well, Clemson lost. Boston College. Yes, yeah, that's right. So it's going to come down to that, right? But but either way, Pitt's in, and that's 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 where we're at. So
4: yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, I hope for our Bulls.
3: Oh no, Clemson didn't lose. They beat Wake Forest.
4: They beat Wake Forest, yeah. Yeah. So Wake Forest has got one ACC loss, and then um, Clemson and uh, NC State both have two.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it's something to keep an eye on. I got my fingers crossed. I I mean, I know everybody out there has their fingers crossed and is hoping for, look, I'll take that. (laughs) I don't care. I'll take that. Oh, this team wasn't at full capacity. Oh, I, I don't care. I don't care. That gives us some more stuff to talk about here before we get into basketball season, and you know what? That's the point. Right, exactly, and that's the point. So I'm going to keep hope alive coming into that game this Saturday, and the game's going to be at 7:30, which is going to be nice. And uh, there's a big effort to pack that dome, and that's going to be a uh, uh, huge for Syracuse to, you know, get some momentum and 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 because they're going to be missing some guys too, not not willfully, obviously. Right. So uh, they're going to need all the help they can get. Uh, Tim on Facebook, I like Schrader as mobile QB, but not throwing wise. I think he should switch to wide receiver instead of QB, and we need a good throwing arm on QB well I mean this the point has been That's made why
4: he transferred <laughs> from Mississippi <laughs> State Park. yeah
3: yeah yeah the and the point has been made so right he he, he he's a quarterback he wants to be a quarterback he wants to he's going to get better I feel like he's going to be able to do it in the offseason and you know we just gotta uh, I'm going to call it like I see it and I see it as he doesn't have a lot of pieces to Joe's point that he's made numerous times he just doesn't have a lot of pieces to play with. And, you know, I don't think all the blame goes to anybody. I think there's a little bit to go around. And on top of all of that, the transfer portal has really hurt teams like Syracuse. At Kyle Nabywaniak, uh, need Bleich no more back for the Pit game. Two, I've been wondering since Virginia Tech game. This is a great point. Did Schrader suffer an injury on the last second touchdown that has screwed up his passing ever since? This this is an excellent point by Kyle on Twitter. And I think that there is probably some truth to that. When he said he got the wind knocked out of him, I don't hold my ribs. I've had the wind knocked out of me plenty of times. I don't hold my ribs. And you just got to wonder if there is something there.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of another thing is is it didn't it doesn't look like he runs as hard as far as like trying to I don't know. It, it definitely I, I do understand where that can come from, and you know that could be a full possibility that maybe he isn't a hundred percent, which would uh, would explain a lot. But again, um, that's not gonna he ain't gonna use it as an excuse. Neither is Dino. So
3: no, absolutely not. And they're gonna keep it. I mean, if he's got, <laughs> if he's got
4: Chris Blights was back, by the way. Oh, was he? Yeah,
3: okay. I saw him in there. Maybe okay, it was. I'm sorry. Uh,
4: not, the full game but i was just letting you know
3: okay well no because i was looking for him specifically looking for him and i didn't see him so my bad um all right at q 44 q is not having a very good day at least it's basketball season oh wait well at least we have beer very good point q Yep. disappointed but we'll always support our orange Big one in the Dome a week from now versus Pitt. Just hoping for some of that Dome, some of that Dome sweet Dome magic to go bowling. Look, great point. And we need a little positivity, and q Staddy brings it right there. Um, Yeah,
4: well, you never know who's going to play, too, like we said, because at the same time, this could be a situation, if Pittsburgh would have played their cards right, it could have been a position where they might have been undefeated or a chance to play for something bigger. But right now, they can't make the... um, the college football playoff and uh, really they control their own destiny as far as maybe getting a new year's day bowl, uh, by winning the, uh, the or the ACC. So, um, it really doesn't just them playing just to win another game. It's not going to raise their, I mean, the only, you know what they're playing for, right? So the only thing that this win definitely helps is whether or not they, if they lose the ACC championship game, then it helps for maybe a better bowl game. Um, by beating Syracuse, to having a better record, but if they lose to us, uh, but then go ahead and win the ACC championship, then they're in a New Year's Day bowl anyway. So, right. Uh, so you you never know with with with, uh, with Narduzzi though, and it is a, a rivalry I, I, game. Yeah, I do believe I, he does like beating us. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't know if he's gonna just throw a bone to Dino.
3: He's not going to just throw a bone. I don't believe anybody does that, right? So, uh, I, I thought it's a situation maybe where he has Kenny Pickett in for a quarter or maybe the first half, and then sees what happens, right? Build the lead and kind of milk it. I don't know. So we'll, we'll just have to see. Unfortunately, you can't prep for that. It's gonna be very difficult, and the cards won't be won't be shown until game day. So, right. uh, let's see. Oh man, okay. Man, we got a couple more. Just a couple more. Uh, I'll go through these fast. At R by two Z day, I don't know. I'm probably saying that wrong. Andrew, my bad. On Twitter, Schrader is a whole. Schrader has a whole off season to learn to throw. <laughs> There's a reason Leach moved him to wide receiver. So I mean, look, fair enough. Uh, I think he'll work on it. I think he'll get better. Um, like I said, 100 and whatever the hell it was, 106 yards the past, or 109 yards the past two games is unacceptable. At Orange Fan 524, as expected, congratulations to Tucker on his awesome achievement. Tucker passes Joe Morris for the uh, single season rushing record. So that is huge. And he's got another game to build on that. So um, that should be um, something that, you know, Something to be happy about. If anything good came out of that game, Tucker's set a record for Syracuse. I also heard and seen he said somewhere that he was talking about the 44 and he was thinking about, you know, just building his own legacy with the 34, which I think that's kind of where I was. Uh, I, I think I mentioned that before on the show. Just, you know, take the 34 and have that be you, you know, make that you. So we'll see what happens. Not that I wouldn't like him in the 44, but we'll see what happens there. But uh, congratulations to him. Just, just, um, obviously, uh, he's the workhorse of this team. And he also, um, came out and he came, he just came out of nowhere, man, to be a freaking shining star. It's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, and, and we're blessed to have him and, and hopefully, hopefully he'll stay for a little while. So Joe, let's switch gears here to, um, the, uh. co- the, the, co- <laughs> like I mentioned, sir, <laughs> Syracuse, uh, dropped by Colgate 100 to 85, and Colgate improves to one in 54 uh, since 1962 against Syracuse. And uh, a couple things stand out to us all, and one of them is rebounding. Right, out uh, rebounded by 10, but the big one was the offensive boards for Colgate. Just a little bit more effort uh, on on Colgate's part to to get these rebounds. A little bit more energy. And the, honestly, they just looked like they wanted it more, guys. I mean, if I'm being if I'm being serious, if I'm being honest,
4: yeah, and that's what it was, really. I mean, that's what it looked like when I was watching it. I mean, I was going to ask you, like, even when we, you could tell, like, off a of timeouts or you know whatever, behind ba- would get us pumped up, right? Or we go and we get a rebound, and then Bayheim I mean, how many times did Bayheim and and, uh, and Jesse Edwards try to? get the same rebound and fighting for the same rebound, and the ball goes out of bounds. And, you know, they kept it. So it's like little stuff like that where it's just, I mean, it was a ridiculous game, especially the the, the way that it started. Obviously, we talked about Colgate and having, you know, an older team, more experienced team and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's just – that game was unexcusable. I mean, you just
1: (laughs) –
4: I mean, there was—I don't—I don't know what it was if they were looking ahead to the the Bahamas this week or what, uh, and I hope they were because uh, you know,
3: <laughs> yeah, at least I guess they would be prepared for it, right? <laughs>
4: they look—they were, were, look, messed around and they lost to Colgate, right? Yeah. So no matter yeah. what, the, no matter way how this, no matter how this gets twisted, unless you get all the way to the end of the the season, March Madness, and Colgate won and went ahead and won the Patriot League. Um, this is a bad Which is boss. possible. And if you can't, it is very possible. But if, I mean, let's think about it. If it, if I, I, they can't I be, if they can't oh, beat Colgate, what are we about to
3: do in this ho, turn? Hold on, though. Hold on, though. Time out, time out. I understand where you're coming from. But for once, I'm a little bit more optimistic than you. I, I think Colgate is really good. They played really good ball, dude. Well, what was the score at one point? 17 to 2? I'm like, oh, this is going to be a massacre. You know? And they went 0 for 12 yeah, from we, 3. And they ended up. What did they end up from three, four? Uh, excuse me, eighteen for forty-three. That's insane, dude. Thirty-two <sighs> buckets, twenty-six assists on thirty-two buckets. Dude, yeah. I'm sorry, they, that's not that's not a around, fluke. Put- yeah, I just don't think it's a fluke. I think they're pretty good. I really do.
4: Well, or they at at just knew how to play hoping. against the zone and move the zone, and they just knew that. Well, the zone God, was lazy. Able to. Very lazy. It was allowing, um you know, the guards to penetrate. We were giving the ball to the guy at the, at the free throw line, and just, I mean, I, he was making he was making us look so Woodward.
3: Yeah, Woodward. It just,
4: yeah. I mean, I just couldn't just couldn't believe any of it. You know what I mean? And obviously, we knew <laughs> Cummings was going to score. You know, he had six of thirteen from the three for eighteen points. But I mean, Turd Ferguson. I mean, Jack Ferguson. <laughs> Hit six to thirteen with his mullet, and he just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like I watched that. That infuriated oh, me. That whole no. game infuriated me. We let Colgate put up 100
3: a hundred. A hundred. A hundo. By the way, I went back on orangehoops.org and looked at the history of the series between these two teams. They've put up 100 against us before and one and another win by the way. Uh, over like oh, I think it was like one I think it was like 116 or 106. Anyway, it's still inexcusable, okay? And it was very frustrating and that coupled with the football game that I knew they were probably going to lose anyway was just mind-boggling to me. Just uh, totally Mine effed. I mean, what the hell? And Joe Gerrard was so good, dude. He was so good. Uh, Twenty what? Twenty seven points, five for eight from three. He's it's shooting eighty one percent from the uh, behind the arc this year, thirteen for sixteen. But his defense was terrible. It was bad. And Jimmy no, Bayheim Behan- I mean, just the whole rotations and everything. And like this
4: is a situation where again, I feel like I don't care how bad man is. Like you have to, you have to change something. I mean, they were giving the ball to the guy at the free throw line. Nobody was doing anything. He wasn't letting. If Jesse Edwards, they were basically daring him to to shoot, and he didn't shoot. But he could always somehow. Nobody was guarding him, but yet he could somehow pass out of it. And then he would start driving and somehow pass out of it. I don't understand. I I I, I, uh, I just I hope that behind me gave him the business and and they watched the tape and they figured it out. I mean, Cole Swider being in foul of trouble probably didn't help but
3: no, he was, he's been off too. I mean, he just didn't shoot great. Cole Swider and being well, yeah. on Cole Benny Swider. Williams
4: was minus 28. So, I mean, it's obvious that this team was, I mean, they're smart experienced and they, we usually play them every single year. They know how to move the ball around in the zone. And we just have a, a group that's still trying to figure it all out. And, um, you know, again, I don't want to sound like, I don't want to be over reactionary. You know what I mean? Because, uh, I know losses like this happen, you know, and we've seen a lot of losses like that already and uh, against other ACC foes. But uh, that was just frustrating, especially going into this turn. I was just completely expecting to be 4-0 going in, playing Baylor, and seeing what happened. Um, and now it's like, I mean, that's that hurts, man. That's yeah, one a, of those things hu- it hurts. where.
3: I, I don't think it's a bad, like it's too early to call it a bad that's
4: loss. That's a bad loss. Yeah, no, it's not.
3: You don't think it's too early to call that a no. bad loss?
4: If you lose to a team in the Patriot League, it's a
3: bad loss. Okay, well, I mean, they were a tournament team last year, right? I mean, so I mean I let's give I them mean, a little bit look, of credit here. I mean it's not
4: I mean it's not a it's not a bad loss.
3: It's not I mean. a bad loss.
4: Only if they end up winning their, their conference tournament. Okay,
3: they, I just said it's too early to call it a bad loss. You said no it's not, it's a bad loss.
4: Right now, it's a bad loss. People are. Well, tell right
3: it. now it's nothing. Right now it's a shitty, awful loss. Yes, and we're mm-hmm. in our and we're in our feelings about it. But we don't know yet. It's game three. It's no, game three.
4: I know. I get it. And okay. at least it's defense, and it's something that can be fixed. Absolutely,
3: right? least, that's something that always something sucks where, at the beginning of the year.
4: Right, and we and we're scoring. We still scored eighty five right. points. Right.
3: Yeah, but we allowed a hundred. That's what sucks. Yeah. So well, yeah. all right. Well, let's get, let's, let's stop hearing from Joe. Okay. Let's hear from our boy, Zach on Facebook. No chemistry. Colgate won because they are playing great as a team. It will come to them as it usually does. I have faith. Thank you, Zach. Jesus crow. Alex <coughs> on Facebook. Once again, no thoughts, Sean and Joe. I think football season just ended and basketball just needs to build some chemistry. <laughs> so go Q's basketball, uh, but, Two peas in a pod, Alex and Zach. Uh, let's see. Facebook. Steven. Ugly. Uh, but growing up in Hamilton, I thought it was very cool. Well, Steven, shut up. Those are my thoughts on that comment. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, cool. It's, cool. it's cool. for It's cool for people who grow up in Hamilton. That's great. Which it's, it's just, it that doesn't help, Steven. Thank you. Uh, at damn twin. Uh, zone needs work. Boards need work. Colgate is good. It's only game three. That's it. It's game three. Uh, and yeah, boards need work. I mean, wasn't it la- Was it last year? I was keeping... I was giving everybody the update on... Was it the year? The last year or the year before I was giving the update on where Syracuse was nationally on the boards. And... The progression was really like bottom, 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 and they actually worked themselves up towards the end of the year. I think it was the year before last, but I could be wrong. Um, but my point is, is that they they progressed, right? So the zone always needs work, especially when you're plugging all these pieces in. I was a little bit, I was a little bit optimistic, I think, because of Jimmy and you know bringing Buddy and Joe back and even Jesse. But I think I might have. One game doesn't, doesn't def- define the zone, I don't think, but I might have been mm-hmm. a little optimistic on, on my thoughts as far as the, the work that the zone might need um, to go through from the start of the season to the end of the season.
4: Yeah, well, it's obvious, especially in Cole Swider's situation, where like, he needs to stop trying to block shots. Stop leaving your feet. Uh, both, both guys are tall. And then you look at um, Edwards, Beheim, Swider, just them standing up tall, straight up with their arms up um that's gonna make it hard enough for some of these guys to make shots and um on top of that when you don't jump you put yourself in good position to be able to block out and right now we're not blocking out we're getting blocked out by guards because we're jumping for everything trying to block everything uh so i think we just need to calm down a little bit on the defensive end and stop worrying more about blocking shots and and stuff like that, and just you know, make make it difficult for them, but don't get yourself out of position to where you can't get a rebound. Because you know, yesterday um, that that was pathetic, and um, we got we got to board better than that. You know, um, oh absolutely, know that they had that, some the offensive two guys that were decent decent size, right? Mm-hmm. But giving up 19 offensive, I mean, it was just sloppy. You got to be stronger with your hands. And again, like I said, when you jump for everything, you t- you know you allow somebody to get in position to maybe get in better position to, to to get a board, and and you also put yourself in position to to fo- to get in foul trouble. So those are things that I think if we just settle down a little bit, um, then you know it, it can, that that itself will just you know kind of even some stuff out and take some points off the board. Probably would have made taking enough points off the board in this game to, uh, to you know.
3: I think not Probably. for anything to take away uh, the takeaway from this game. The boards are something that are that is a, that is just something that Syracuse has struggled with past couple of years. But if anything, it's got to be the way that Colgate was just so unselfish with with their offensive play, and I think to um, improve on the zone, I think obviously that was a huge issue and it was a complete meltdown, and even. Like I said, I mean, Joe, Buddy was not good. I mean, Buddy quietly scored 19 points, but he was...
4: I mean, he, he, missed, he missed a bunch of threes and everything like that, so yeah, again... He was, he was um, two for
3: six from three.
4: Sometimes you need a game like this to to wake the kids up, to maybe, you know, get them a little, you know, cup of water in the face, you know, smack them up a little bit, of, get, them, get them going, you know, because obviously... Um, you know, you think you're good, and then Colgate moves the ball like that and puts a hundred spot on you. So if you're not feeling some sort of way on that Syracuse team,
3: you should, yeah, some then, type
4: of embarrassment, some yes. type of anything, and that's
3: like it, that, right?
4: And 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 then on top of that, any anything that you know that the coaches weren't get buy, weren't getting buy in as far as on defense and anything like that because of you know players' attitudes and stuff. You know, um, now now the coaches got their attention because uh, nobody wants to lose the Colgate. Uh, and now, guess what?
3: It's a game they got to make
4: up. They got to yeah, they got to get that back.
3: Uh, they got to go to and, to Atlantis and 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 just go lights out both ends of the ball. I mean, I mean, I don't know what else. We got to gotta
4: say. go to Atlantis and go two and one. And then we got to come out of that
3: at least, right? Yeah. At Tony Staffieri. (coughs) Dude, I know. I'm feeling you. Uh, 100 points to Colgate team. Everyone will make excuses about being a tournament team last year. Oh, damn. I did that. Why don't we ask? (laughs) Why don't we ask why this happens? If you don't think this is how the season will end in March, you are a better person than I. I I guess I'm a better person than you, Tony. I don't think that this is how this team ends. I don't. And uh, it's not an excuse, I don't think, to um, mention that they were a tournament team last year because my point, is, my point is is that I think they're better this year. And with that said, it's not an excuse, by the way. There's no way they should have lost this game. There's an absolute, like Joe said, the perfect word for this is embarrassment. I went to Wegmans yesterday evening. Okay. I'm never without Q's gear. Normally hang my head high, no matter what. I was like, you know what? I think, I, think, I think I'm going to switch my head around today. Yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying?
4: You know, didn't even, didn't even walk down the toothpaste aisle.
3: No, nope. <laughs> no I didn't even go there. You know, I think no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the hat up because, uh, you know, I, I bump into people. Who, I, I wear Syracuse gear everywhere, I, no matter what time of year it is. And I always see people at Wegmans, Syracuse fans, or rival ACC fans, for, for that matter. And uh, I didn't feel like dealing with it yesterday. So, you know, I switched the hat up. So, it's embarrassing. Like Joe said, it's an embarrassment. And and the players should be embarrassed. And, and not for anything. Hopefully, they learn from it. At MF Brightside on Twitter, none of the off-season moves improve the roster. This team sorely lacks athleticism and, ball, and a ball handler who can handle pressure defense. Wait until Baylor presses on Thursday. Okay. Well, yes, that could be bad. Also... Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I, I disagree. I don't disagree with, with MF Brightside too much. But I think that the offseason moves did, I think we did improve our roster overall. I really do. I do. And, and we'll see. I could, be, I could be wrong. Those are my thoughts. Yeah. It, it, what do you think, Joe? What do you think about those three points there? Um, did we improve the roster? Uh, and, then, and then give us your thoughts on Baylor. If you if you have any,
4: I don't necessarily.
3: I don't have any thoughts on Baylor. I'm not exactly a. Baylor. I mean, it's
4: tough because when you look at it, we had a Benny Williams coming in, and we grabbed, you know, two forwards and got rid of, you know, and then get rid of him. But Gary, he left. Uh, so, and then obviously Kadari. I mean, I definitely would have rather have Kadari than than Samir Torrance right now. But well, obviously. Um, so, again, I mean, I think that's still a toss-up. Still kind of can't, I can't, you know, I can't call that right now. Actually, you know, I don't, I,
3: I mean, I, would I rather have the talent of Kadari. Yes. I mean, he did some good things. He did.
4: And the problem is it's two for three.
3: Well, right. And that's the thing. And also, Kadari sometimes, put this gently, is about Kadari. Right. That doesn't work in my opinion. That doesn't work in NCAA <laughs> as far as a as far as a final season goal if you're a me 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 player. It's not that doesn't bode well for uh, you know postseason stuff. No. Is that no. fair?
4: And, and, uh, yeah, it's fair. And even Beheim said too. I me mean, came out of the press conference and this is one of the things that I think Sometimes coach says something in the pressers where you're like, come on, man. Like He's just saying that, right? But then when it comes to – actually, when you think about it and you look back, a lot of times he's right. And one of the things he said was that, you know, this, this team, because of their experience, because of just who they are as a team and the way that they're set up, um, is going to basically, you know, play like the best that – Any team, he said, basically the best that any team is going to play against this zone type thing. But I think it—he's alluding to a a kind of exactly what you said, as far as the patience, as far as like you said, 32 shots made, 26 assists, right? They had players that knew exactly where to go. They made the passes. They moved the ball around. They took the shots they needed to take. I mean, if you have that type of patience and you have that type of um, um, unselfishness, then you can you can. Do that against this zone especially if you're making shots and shooting 42 percent when you puck up 43 threes but a lot of teams aren't gonna have 43 threes! 43 a lot of
3: teams, yeah.
4: Yeah. Lot of these teams lot. they aren't gonna have they're gonna have one or two guys that are about them right or the main scores or this is or that they're not gonna pass the ball around not caring who's you know so um, I guess only time will tell when it comes to that but again That was one point that I kind of took back and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to kind of pay attention to this because, um, you know, is it us or was it just Colgate was really, really patient and just knew how to kind of just get us running in circles on defense. A lot of teams don't have that patience. And uh, I guess we'll see come the battle of the Atlantis. That's going to tell us a lot here.
3: Yeah, it will. It'll tell us a lot. And I mean, we're going to go into it with uh, no expectations other than VCU. Right. And and uh, we'll we'll see what happens and go from there with it. So uh, Jesse did request to speak. Jesse, you there. Hello. Hey. All right. You so. So how are you doing? First of all, you're back. I'm big, back. Big Syracuse basketball fan, Jesse is, and uh, he's one of our. He's a he's a regular on the uh, on the Facebook fan feedback. So, uh, Jesse, uh, first of all, you heard us talk about Kadari. You were you were a you were big on Kadari last year, right? And, and not big on Joe, right? Fair to say last year. It's
5: not that I wasn't big on Joe. I think he was just playing the wrong position.
3: Okay, all right, fair enough. Well, what what do you think? What do you think? What do you think about Colgate? What do you think going forward? What do you think this game means?
5: Um, that was a bad loss. Um, it's what I worry about is that, um, I guess that our defense and athleticism—kind of what? Um, was it the last question that was asked? Mf, whatever. Mf, bright
3: side, yeah. Uh, yeah. team sorely yeah. lacks athleticism and a ball handler who can handle pressure defense, that would be Kadari, right?
5: He hit the nail on the head. Um, if you think back to the tournament last year, um, my biggest concern going into this year was um, the West Virginia game. At the very end, we almost gave it away, and uh, Joe tried to get the ball up the court twice, couldn't do it. Uh, we got it to Marek, he couldn't do it, and we put in Kadari, and he's the only person that could beat the press last year.
3: That's a fair point, point.
5: and uh, I kind of like Samir from what I've seen, but he's just not as he's athletic, but he's not as good as Kadari
4: by any stretch.
3: No, I, I and I would agree with that, Joe. Right? That's fair to say. Right? I mean, yeah, that's, I that's, that's that, not. A, I mean, I think it's not a slight com- on Samir, but
4: uh, no, they have comparable athleticism. Just Samir Torrance, six three, one ninety five. Kadari had, you know, the wingspan of you know a forward so he was a little bit better up there with you know steals and um you know obviously uh going to the hoop i think he could just help them finish a little more you can see Torrance goes to the hoop but he's having a tough time finishing right now so who knows maybe he has the athleticism to to break a press and get the ball up but uh as we watched yesterday they just let him sit at the three-point line and uh Turd Ferg- I mean Jack Ferguson, he was playing back at the free throw line, and they were daring him to shoot threes. So um, that's one of those guys where you know it's gonna it's gonna hurt us if if he's um, only one dimensional like that.
3: Joe's not that funny on the show, but Joe's pretty a pretty funny guy. It, believe it or not, <laughs> he's just so dry, and I love it. So anyway, uh, yeah, I I do get your point, Jesse. I do, and I'm not, and and I I I agree. I just do think that. You know, first of all, Kadari not exactly lighting it up this year, and I don't know what you can attribute that to. I haven't watched it, but I did. I do check his stats, right? We're three games in, bro. Yeah, I know exactly. My point, though. I mean this goes this goes both ways. So, uh, with that said, of course I would love Kadari on the roster. Of course I would. But this is what we've got, right? So. Uh, Joe offensively has been fantastic to start the year, and we can only hope that he, he gets didn't better miss three on defense. Threes. What's that? He
5: did miss three threes. He should still be a hundred percent. Joke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Uh, He's not shooting a hundred percent. What's he really doing?
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, I mean, mm. I, I, we do. I mean, and you're right, Matt or MF Brightside on Twitter. He, he does make a great point. And it's definitely a role that someone needs to fill and who who is it? I don't know. You know, I mean, and where do we go? Where do we go from there? So, um a bad loss. We'll see. I mean, you guys you guys both think so. I'm two against it, one here. That's fine.
4: Jesse, anyway, this turns into a good loss.
3: It's not a good loss. No loss is good, but I mean, oh, is it going to hurt us I mean. come tournament time? I don't think so. It That's could. just It could. It could, but we don't know, right? If I had, to, if this was a buy, sell, or hold, I would say sell. I think that this is a tournament team again, and you know, I've, you know, someone's already pointed that out that we were gonna, you know, someone was going to allude to that, but I think this is a tournament team this year again. But I think they're better, so I, so I would sell. I don't think that this yeah. is, this, I the just, problem. Okay, whatever.
4: The pro, I'm just uh, look. Uh, the problem is, is that everybody is going to say they lost to Colgate until Colgate wins that Patriot League championship. That's it.
3: Okay, fine. I mean that's fine. I So
4: then we lost to the toothpaste school. I, I that's it.
3: No, I know. I, know. I and, and here's the thing. All right. So so let's say they don't win the Patriot League, but they make the tournament and they and then what? Let's say they, they make the tournament, just leave it there. Still a bad loss? Jesse, what do you think? I think so. Okay. Um
5: fair enough. I think this team is like a glass cannon, kind of. They're going to score a lot of points, but... And I think we did get better at shooting, but we got worse at everything else, I kind of think. <laughs> um, which, I mean, we. I feel like we're still going to win some games that are really big this year, but we're going to lose some, too, just because our defense
3: is bad. You you don't think they can clean it up, huh? Um, I mean... We're kind of
5: veteran, like Jimmy should be good. He's yeah, not I would agree. Gonna get like significantly better. Cole's what a fourth year senior, fifth year senior, something like that with an extra year for COVID. So he's not known for his defense either, so I don't see him getting a lot better. Benny, I think, is the big one that could improve and hopefully he does. And I think that could help, but still only having one good defensive player on the Maybe add Jesse on there, so two fifths of the the team at any given time is good, isn't? Isn't good.
3: I mean, okay, it's a legit concern,
5: but you know, we can shoot the hell out of the ball, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can do that.
3: Yeah, and, and 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 like I said earlier, I just think that I think that as time goes on, we're in, we're in game three. I think as time goes on, the defense gets better, and we'll just have to see. You know, we'll just have to see. There's some, there's some, you know, there's some teams down in the ACC this year. There's also some teams that have definitely improved this year. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to find out. And uh, with fans back and everything, we're still in, we haven't hit an in uh, an a away game yet, a road game yet. So um, they're going to. Benny's the big one, man. What's that?
4: Benny's the big one.
3: We yeah, need it's... him
4: we need him to be able to Yeah, get, he needs to, to, to be he, right
3: exactly. He needs he needs to improve and get more minutes and and we'll hear the calls for that, you know, as if Swider struggles within Atlantis. we'll hear the calls for that. Jesse, don't be a stranger man. I appreciate it. Um thanks for thanks for chiming in man. Don't be a stranger, all right? Thanks for having all me. Right. All right. bud. So, all right, bud. um uh let's see. Let's finish these up here at Quse Daddy 44 fellas. What the actual F? I mean, beyond frustrating, could not secure the rebound for our lives. Uh, way, mm. way too many second so chance points. I know, way too many second chance points. This really is a terrible loss. Wow. Uh, I try not to harp, but holy F, a frustrating day to be orange. Love this team, as always, no matter what. Look, it sucked, right? So,
4: yeah. mm-hmm. um, you Positive know, ACC down. Right, but non-conference schedule, especially getting you know coming back to normal non-conference schedule and like how many good teams we have, this tournament we're in, plus everything after, uh, this was not the year to lose a game like this.
3: No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay, I stand by what I said though. You're not going to change my mind right now. (laughs) At, At shoebox on Twitter, they gave up 100 to Colgate. I said it before the season started, and I'll say it again: this could be the worst defensive team in history of Syracuse basketball. Well, I don't know about in the history of Syracuse basketball, but like Jesse, our buddy Jesse said, you know, it's it's it doesn't look great. And Jesse, <clears throat> in his you know to his point, he makes or to his defense rather, he makes some good points in that effect. So we'll see. I just find I just I don't know. I, I, it's easy, It's it could be easy to be super negative after this game, and it was a terrible day for Syracuse sports just in general, but i got to imagine they improve. I mean, for whatever reason, too, dude, coach always gets this thing rolling, right? At the, right, right when you think it, you're just ready to throw up your hands and be like, this is done, all of a sudden, something happens. You know, a couple years ago, the defense was great, and the offense was terrible. You know, I mean, so look, he's going to be able to teach it. It's a matter of who's going to uh, learn it and learn it right. And if and if coach has got to make the decision um, to move this roster around, he will. I mean, he's got more options. Let's let's not forget. He's got more options this year than he's had. Right. So, I mean, this kind of I think so. I think so, definitely. Not kind I mean, of. We only
4: got really three guards in place. So well, we really that was the same thing there, last right? year.
3: So. I mean, I understand, but, you know, you throw Benny Williams in and you could, I mean, there's all sorts of things you can do. I mean, if Benny Williams improves, like, uh, to Jesse's yeah, point, um, that could but be. But
4: Samir, he's got to improve tremendously. Yes,
3: yes he does. Um, I totally I mean, agree.
4: Especially, the exactly, like I said, the same way yesterday, um, you know, Ferguson sat back. I mean, I watched when Torrance was in there. They, they dared him to shoot threes, and he didn't shoot it. And, you know, he fell back, and he was playing defense, and they were basically doubling Joe. So um, there's little things like that that just can't happen. Benny is minus 28. He's got to figure it out. Um, and honestly, too, there was just – we shot 40-something percent, and we, and we shot a lot of bad shots. There's a lot of one-on-one just bad shots. Um, once uh, Colgate took the lead – you started seeing them trying to you know especially near the end you know we were just rushing we were pressing trying to you know
3: oh uh, the press sucks if we want to if we want to talk about anything can we talk about how bad the press was the press was awful. Oh my and again, gosh, it was terrible. I wasn't
4: even talking about the press as much as like we were just pressing on offense. Like it was like, oh, okay. You know, you know, you get the players, they look up, you know, there's four or five minutes left. You're down 11 and you need a bucket and they're forcing stuff and they're taking bad shots one-on-one, not, you know, running the offense, um, not being patient with stuff. Uh, you still, you, you gotta be, there's a lot of time and you gotta be able to still run your offense and get good shots. And I think there's a lot and some bad shots and a lot of one-on-one stuff, as you can see in the assist numbers. Um, and that's just really what it was. Is uh, they, they had a game plan. They stuck to it. They hit their shots eventually um, after the the bad start. Um, <clears throat> and uh, we just were just forcing stuff, forcing stuff and forcing stuff the whole damn time. Um, and, uh, you know, we just probably thought we were eventually going to get it and just eventually take over. And uh, Colgate said, "Nah, no, nah, you're not. <laughs> What'd they say? What'd they say? They said, no, no, we're not. You're not. No. We're, we're going to keep making these shots. Ferguson's going to keep making these shots. Come is still going to What's his first name? Shots. What's
3: his first name? Ferguson's? That's
4: Turd. I mean, okay. Jack. <laughs> Jack Turd Ferguson.
3: All <sighs> right. All right. Well, we, we, we have gone much longer than I would have liked. But, you know, these things happen. Sometimes it's necessary. Okay, we are gonna get Gotta back get the
1: anger out after that. One. I know Saturday. anger, frustration. An
3: yes, it was.
1: It was tough.
3: Look, we'll be back here for Pitt and VCU as soon as we can. For Joe and Sean, we're out.
4: Peace.